Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Partial Historians. I am one of your fabulous hosts, Dr. Greenfield, and sitting next to me, looking lovely as usual. Stop. <laughs> Who else could it be but Dr. Radness? Hello. <laughs> welcome one. Welcome all. Now, mm. you're in for a treat Ooh. this episode. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, we left on a cliffhanger, I believe. We kind of did. Yeah, exactly. Cassius getting Spurious, out to some Coriolanus-like yeah. activity. Spurious Cassius, who is this jumpstar? I know, I know. Quite a quite a man after my own heart, I think. <laughs> Although, he, I kind of feel like he's in it just for the popularity. Yeah, look... <laughs> He's got a long history. Um, mm. He's got a quite a distinguished career in terms of the Republic. So we might just recap on Indeed. some of those details first. We should. In the lead up uh, to where he's about to end up today. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, sad face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no spoilers. No. <laughs> what can I tell you? History is littered with dead bodies. <laughs> but he's consul in 502. Mm. Uh, that's his first sort of moment of like being integral to the early Republic. Yeah, yeah. Um, known for his defeat of the Sabines. Nice. And his first triumph. Woohoo! <laughs> Such hesitation. <laughs> I'm like, really, the significance is on the first here. Yeah. Then he's consul again in 493. Mm. Exciting times. Indeed. Um, but his career sort of gets another boost in sort of 495, a couple yeah. of years earlier, mm. where he's involved in a couple of wars. Yes, yes. Um, so he's building... Like wars. Ah, they <laughs> do. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, guys. Yeah. It's a trend. <laughs> it's a trend. <laughs> but he's involved in a couple of battles there. A yeah. seasoned commander. Mm. And then takes up his second consulship in 493. Mm. Enters during what is the secession of the plebs. They're already uh, hanging out at the Sacred Mount at this point, being like, never coming back. <laughs> and he's like, so I'm your new consul. They're yeah. like, go away. <laughs> we recognize no such consuls here. <laughs> he's like, man, this job is harder than it used to be. Yeah. I could have sent another guy to give that talk about the stomach and the body parts and the whatnot. Yeah, yeah all of that business. Yeah, Menenius, that guy. <laughs> so he makes it through that year as consul. Impressive. Um, manages to negotiate a treaty with the Latins. Mm. Very nice. Consecrate some temples. Bit of Good a silver times. tongue, I think. Bit of a silver tongue. Yeah, mm. look, and maybe a silver fox by this stage as yeah, well. Yeah, true. <laughs> and receives a third consulship in 486. Something tells which me is, they like this guy. Yeah, and that's the year we're in now. Yes. Hello. And well, this is circa, where, I should say. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, and this is where things became a little bit unstuck for him last time. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yes. Where? What happened? What comes unstuck? Ooh. I know. Well, basically, it's uh, it seems that he's actually trying to be, uh, as I said, a bit of a populist leader at this point in time, um, in that he's trying to win over the people by giving them land. Never a good... I, I pause for dramatic effect there, because that's never a good sign as far as the patricians are concerned. I like land. Yeah, exactly. The patricians are like, whoa, <laughs> what is going on? And even the Plebeians were not thrilled because the Allies were going to get some of this land as well. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, yes, controversially, mm. what, yes. what Cassius has done is mm. draw in um, a couple of tribes. Yeah, um, like the Hanetians. Who, who maybe don't deserve it. No, nobody <laughs> deserves it apart from Romans, obviously. Um, into the category of citizen. <gasps> 
Outrageous. <laughs> and now he's proposing a redistribution of public lands to citizens. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Is yeah. he just trying to bolster partisan support? We'll never know. <laughs> I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so people are getting a little cranky on both sides. The patricians, the plebeians, they're not crazy about this whole idea. And they're starting to see that maybe Cassius is acting a bit like a Coriolanus. And that if they accepted this, that they would be enslaved to him in some way. Yes, he's mm. making a play for monarchical power. And that can only mean one thing. Death dun, dun, is on the horizon. Dun. Now, for me, death is on the horizon a lot sooner than for you, <laughs> as is often the case. So tell me, what is Cassius up to in your version of things? Okay, so the thing that we need to keep in mind at this point in our narrative is that Dr. Aradnus has the great advantage of reading Livy, who basically skips <laughs> over everything that I'm about to tell you about in one paragraph, <laughs> whereas I've had to read about 15 pages of dense text. Pretty sharp, that Dr. Radnitz. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody chose wisely at the beginning of this project. <laughs> so we have this situation where... Um, we've got this great tumult. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that has come up is the idea of the grain having to be yes. uh, given to the citizens for free. Refunded. So the, yes. Yeah. Um, they need compensation because they were forced to pay for that grain. Cha-ching. When they were starving. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spurious, Good old Cassius. <laughs> Cassius Spurious is like, none of that. We need to pay them back. Everyone's outraged yeah. at this moment. Definitely. A tumult rises in the city. Um, the senators just are like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Virginius, the other consul of this year, is kind of like, I don't think so. I'm yeah. not up for that. As far as the patricians are concerned, I imagine it's somewhat like snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> At least as far as cash transactions go. <laughs> yeah, look. You know. um, and then Appius Claudius. Everybody's uh, most patrician of uh, patricians. Yes, Lord Appius Claudius. What does he have to say on this matter? Let me guess. He's not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. And he's kind of like, look, this is definitely a play for greater power. Mm. This is somebody who doesn't care about the Republic. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I've lost it. <laughs> I was like, ooh. I was going to make a comment about Cassius, but now I've, uh, I, I, re- I retract my, my comment. Things get pretty uh, severe from this point onwards. Yeah. So both the consuls start going around with some bodyguards to look after them. Mm. Um, Are they kind of at war with each other? As well? Yeah, look, they, yeah. they kind of want to drag around supporters. Mm. Um, they want to make sure, it, yeah, there's basically like two gangs now. Uh, are you with this console or are you with the other console? Mm. Bit West Side Story, I suppose. I know. I must admit, you know, I once, um, when I was attending a lecture once by Arthur Pomeroy, um, he was sort of comparing the TV series Rome to a bit like a mafia sort of situation because you have this situation with people going around the streets with like rival gangs, and I kind of can see why people would see that when they look at Rome sometimes. Yeah, look, I mean, it's right in the source material. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Each of the consuls had a strong body of men attending him and guarding his person. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. If that doesn't say, keep it in the family, I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got to keep the keep the factional problems out of the way. Yeah, so this is where I suppose having um, the whole client relationship would be beneficial to the, to the patrician at hand. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it seems like, you know... 
what do you really need these people for? <laughs> Just to like fan your ego. But in, no, no, in no. the early days, it's... This is politics by force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Rome doesn't do things by half. Yeah. Um, when they talk about going to war, it's just as likely to be happening on the streets on some level yeah. in this period of history than anywhere else. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so apparently Cassius has the unwashed and the needy following him around. Oh, of course he does. Um, he's drawing, <laughs> drawing his gang from, who'd have thought, the plebeians. <laughs> Trash. White trash. <laughs> and apparently Virginius is rocking around with the nobles and those who are immaculate, um, mm. which I thought was such a fascinating translation. I that like I, that, yeah. I went back to the Greek to find out what was going on no, there. That's dedication. This yeah. is why Dr. G is awesome. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. And I was like, so the nobles, fair enough. It's the well-born. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the immaculate turn out to be the physically clean and spotless. Well, that's kind of who I imagine the nobles yeah. are. I mean, as in, if anyone's going to be so clean I, in the city. <laughs> so I suspect that's you. Just, another way of just talking about the patricians, really. Yeah. Um, I'm so clean right now. Yeah. <laughs> Follow I, me. Join my gang of other clean folk. I can afford to bathe on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> um, so things get a little bit out of hand with this sort of gang rival mm, thing going on. And... Even more interesting, the tribunes start to get involved. Mm. Now, I feel like they should be on the side of Cassius, but are they? Well, I mean, not really. Mm. The, the tribunes actually defect from the will of the plebeians. What? <laughs> I was about to swear. WTF! <laughs> I know, I know. I almost found this unbelievable. My notes have exclamation marks everywhere. How does Livy not have this in his account? Livy, you flip me down. <laughs> yeah, Dionysius has this moment where he says the yeah. tribunes joined the better element. Wow. Which means they've they've gone from like, no, the plebeians, the will of the plebeians here is not in their best interest. The things that they're fighting for are not actually what's best for them. What the bejesus. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is, this is a clear early failure of the tribune of the plebs. On the other hand, I guess this is kind of what they were meant to be doing, isn't it? Like looking after the tribunes because the poor little tribunes heads hurt sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking out for their interests. So, Apparently. yeah, so the, yeah. the tribunes are like, look, you guys are being pretty unreasonable. This is actually not what you want. Um, and then Dionysus sort of goes into a bit of an explanation about why the tribunes might have defected. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so maybe they saw that this, uh, what the plebeians were interested in was not in their best interest. How so? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Um, that actually they're being corrupted by bribes. Mm-hmm. Um, the distribution of public land is actually not going to be in their interest. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the most reasonable explanation yeah, yeah. that Dionysius offers, but only the first of three. Fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hit me second, with the second. The second one seems far more reasonable, perhaps, that okay. the tribunes have become envious because they themselves, as leaders of the plebs, didn't come up with the idea that Cassius has offered. To totally the would buy that. That completely is reasonable. Well done. And we're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, this idea is terrible because we didn't come up with it. Well, I mean, it's not like they haven't tried, but yeah, okay. And the other was that they are also fearful of the increase of Cassius's power. Mm. Um, the first, sorry, the last two reasons sound like the actual reasons. <laughs> the first reason sounds like bullshit. <laughs> They're kind of like, look, Cassius is getting beyond what the what the Republic can accommodate. Fair and so if enough, we go along with this, it's not just the plebeians ultimately 
um, that are going to suffer, everybody's going to suffer. Hmm. Okay. Reasonable, really. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, so they have a meeting and they start to oppose the things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you see that stuff that Cassius is trying to do with public land? You need to resist that. Mm. Um, and explaining to them why it's not necessarily fair. Um, because actually it's not going to be them who receive it. Mm. Um, sharing it with the Latins and the Hanusians is going to be a real issue. And okay, that I can see. That I can yeah, see. Yeah. That's yeah, how they yeah. represent it to the yeah, people. Yeah, They're yeah. like, you need to reject this on principle. Mm. Um, At the same time, though, I still feel like this is a pretty sweet deal compared <laughs> to what they've been offered in the past. Okay? Some land, no land. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I know that other people get to be citizens now, but <laughs> yeah, surely yeah. we can all share this sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, yes. Yeah, yeah. So... This idea that somehow um, they should have this situation um, resolved means that one of these tribunes starts to stand out in the historical record. Mm. Gaius Rabuleus. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> I have not heard of him before. A man not lacking in intelligence, apparently. <laughs> I dare say. He's, he's like, a... I can put an end to this. <laughs> he's like, you know, the real problem here is that we need to know... Um, first of all, whether the public land should be distributed with equal portion to everybody. Mm. And second of all, whether the Latins and the Venusians should receive a share. He's like, these are actually two separate issues. Fair enough, fair enough. Yes, okay. I take that on board. And he's like, Cassius, uh, you, we know your position. Mm -hmm. You are in favour of both of those. Yes. And he's like, and then he's like, but Virginius, <laughs> tell Behind us. Door number two. <laughs> he's like, by the will of the gods, <laughs> by everything that is sacred, tell us what your position is yeah. on both of these Issues. claims. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's going to be important. Um, so just answer me this question without concealing anything. Um, do you agree with the first one? Mm. And Virginius is like, look, I'm really not opposed to the distribution of land. Mm. Um, that's fine. Wow. Um, <laughs> he's like, what I am opposed to is the second proposition. Right. Okay. Well, this is going to play right into what the plebs want to hear, isn't it? <laughs> sure, plebs. I believe you deserve the land, but not those filthy allies. Yeah. So this yeah. is where my notes read filthy, sneaky hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> they want their precious. My precious. <laughs> because I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so this... Like this tribune, this yeah. Rabulanus guy, yeah. has got to be in the pocket of Virginius. For sure, yeah. Because all of a sudden, Virginius goes from being the the douchiest patrician consul, <laughs> who's like, you know what, I'm not interested in the plebeians at all, um, to a guy who's like, you know what, I do want the land for the citizens. And you know who I mean when I say citizens? I mean Roman citizens. <laughs> you guys. You the guys. filthy unwashed. <laughs> you needy folk in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> do you need a bath? <laughs> They're like, why would you accept Cassius's deal over here? He wants to split your land up with the Latins and the Hunutians. He's like... I'm pro-Roman citizens having the land. You do realise you'd get more land if it was just divided amongst yourselves. Mm. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so things yeah. things just go crazy Ooh, okay. at this point. Yeah. So the crowd is like, yes, Virginius is right. We want that land. Oh, little <laughs> plebeians. <laughs> Cassius is at a loss of what to do. I can imagine. He's yeah. like, uh -oh. Tables... Turned. He's like, he's like, I dismiss this assembly. 
<laughs> Everybody get out of here. Nice this, we, we are nice done. Move. Yeah. <laughs> he then uh, goes home and feigns illness for a number of days mm. um, while he tries to think about what to do. Calling in sick. Classic yeah. move. He's like, <laughs> note to self, don't go down to the forum. Right yeah, that's right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he's like, I'd love to come out for business, but oh, this lung. <laughs> just, just can't. Um, and he's busily sitting at home being like, how can I get my laws passed? Yeah. <laughs> I need to figure this out. I need to reclaim the situation. Yeah. Ball must be back in my court. And it's like, because so much of his political... Um, sort of claim at this point in time is tied up with keeping the Latins and the Venusians as citizens on side. Yes, definitely. And it's like, now that he's brought both of them into the fold as citizens with yeah. the rights of citizens, it's like, it's really his job to bolster that. And he's like, I can't just pass this thing and not give them the thing. Yeah. It's like, I, I made promises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, so this is not real good. Um, and so he tries to pass it by force and violence. Always a good move. <laughs> <laughs> First option, violence. <laughs> so is this with the plebeians? So what he like, does is he yeah. sends out messengers to the Latins and the Hanutians and he's like, all of you need to get into the city right now because you need to vote on this law. Mm. And now you're citizens. You're part of the assembly. You're, you're enrolled. It's going to be fine. I should have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, get here now. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Rome is sort of like, there's this influx of like Latins and Hanutians into the city. And the Romans are sort of like, what? It's going wet. No. Uh, what? No. Surely not. We don't have enough accommodation for this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pre-book? <laughs> Did you make a reservation? Because I have no room. Yeah. <laughs> and so we've got all of these sort of like people know that they're not Romans um, hanging around in the city um, in great numbers. And Virginius is like, ooh, I need a counter move. I can see how this is going to work in his favor. Mm. Obviously, he's going to get the numbers. So he orders a proclamation um, that uh, in the streets, all non-residents of the city must leave. They can't be inside the city walls. Mm -hmm. And he sets an early time limit. Got to be out by 3 p.m., guys. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you cannot stay in the city. Um, Cassius orders a contrary proclamation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that all who possess citizen rights should remain until the law has passed. Okay, so yeah. it's coming down to a battle of wills. <laughs> the consulship is essentially descending into chaos. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he said. <laughs> proclamation one, proclamation two, overriding proclamation one. Who are you going to believe? Like, who is your favorite consul for today? <laughs> That's right, yeah. Consul, death match. <laughs> uh, so there's a real sort of tension in the city right now. People don't know whether they're coming or going. I don't going. see how this is going to be resolved without <laughs> open warfare in the city. They don't know when the assembly is going to be. Yeah. They don't know where they should be. No. They're not sure what their rights really are. No. Because the consuls have equal powers. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so the Senate calls a, a meeting to get together. Ah, yeah. the Senate, ah. finally. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, perhaps we should talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Let me guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They back the genius. Look, um, I'd love to say the answer straight out. But of course, I've got another five pages sorry, of sartorial speeches what before we thinking? get to the answer What was to that. I thinking? <laughs> I don't want to reveal too much too so soon. So, any favorite characters making a return in the Senate? Oh yes, well, everybody's favorite, Appius Claudius. Nice. <laughs> I was hoping we'd hear from him again. He gets to speak first. Okay, of course. Yeah, mm -hmm. first speaker in the Senate. All right. Has been me. asked his opinion, and he's like, "Well, you know, um, it'll be shameful 
uh, for the senators mm-hmm. who've been accusing Cassius of introducing um, these sort of measures um, to now ratify these measures just because it seems advantageous in this moment to perhaps do so mm. under these circumstances. Classic Athens Claudius. <laughs> don't give in to popular will. <laughs> He's like, do you want to bring shame upon yourself? I don't think you do. <laughs> you have to continue to act like a douche like me. <laughs> and he's like, look, you know, the thing to keep in mind, first of all, yes. is that um, granting land to these people is just going to encourage uh, the idle multitude to devour the public stores and to become unprofitable because so, they're being oh, simply given back a to hand the grain. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He doesn't, he's like, I don't care if you're giving them land, if you're giving them grain, if you're giving them money, giving them handouts will turn them into idle folk. <laughs> he's obsessed with that idea. I, like, idle hands make... <laughs> it is a classic argument made by conservative parties even today. Yeah, exactly. It just, ugh, it rings so true. <laughs> I mean, as in, as in I've heard it before. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, so... There is a sense in which uh, Appius treats the plebeians as a group that needs to find their own capacity for self-sufficiency at all times. One might suggest that farming is not exactly idle work, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm pretty sure that Appius doesn't do any farming himself, so nah. <laughs> he might just enjoy the fruits of that labor. <laughs> and so there is uh, Appius Claudius giving, um, going forth, talking about things. But he does suggest that what they should do mm-hmm. is set up a group of ten distinguished uh, senators. <gasps> yes. Wait a second. Is this going The Desenvire. Gonna... <laughs> ah, listeners, yeah. this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and they should go over all of the public land. And they should fix its boundaries. And if they find any private persons who are using that land, um, they're to take note of that and restore the land to the state. Mm, I'm liking where this is leading <laughs> because I know it's going to lead to something exciting down the track. <laughs> so, I mean, this is good. I, and he actually makes some interesting points. He was like, look, it's not surprising that the plebeians are envious of the rich. And it's like, particularly... Nice to acknowledge. <laughs> <laughs> particularly if those rich have appropriated public land yeah. and are using it for their own purposes. Precisely. One would think they already have enough stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, their envy is pretty justified. So Jesus, what we need to do... I feel like I should pinch this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he does this sort of like, you know, I understand the plebeian situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do need to uh, actually take a record of all of the public land and make sure nobody's using it. Hells yes, Appius Claudius. Finally, you and I are on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what they should do then um, is once they've taken note of all of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, Fighting injustice with <laughs> red tape. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Introducing the bureaucratic red tape that would make it very clear where the public land is nice, and yes. where it's not. Turfing everybody who's currently on public land off. Yep. Then what they should do... Yes. <laughs> ...is then uh, set up a system of distribution. Um, okay. Yeah. For the ownership of all citizens. Okay... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, sad again. I'm just I'm waiting for it I'm waiting for it yeah yeah so he's like but rather than giving the same a small portion equal portion to every citizen because that's yeah. going to be very inefficient uh-huh. what we should do is break it up into large chunks 
Okay. And then lease it to people who can afford it. Ah! I knew it! I was waiting for it! <laughs> and there's your sting in the yeah. oh, And he's like, what could be less profitable than dividing it up into really small allotments and everybody trying to make something profitable without a really small amount? What we should do is split it up into really big chunks, lease it to the people who can afford to lease it, and then they can make it profitable for everybody. Can I get a bit anachronistic for a minute, Dr. <laughs> Please. Does this not remind you of a similar problem that was plaguing Roman Empire around the time that the really serious agrarian law problems went down with the whole latifundia, etc., etc.? Does this remind you of that moment? Look, no, not at all. <laughs> allow me to explain, listeners, and you can see what you're thinking. So, basically, during the 2nd century BC, uh... A problem struck Rome and, and its territory in that the rich were obviously getting richer. They tended to be buying up huge tracts of land. And then rather than letting, you know, poor peasant farmers and whatever, you know, farm little tracts of land that they lease out or whatever, they were just having slave labor do the tasks and whatnot. And this is kind of part of what led to the agrarian laws that became really famous. So I just, I feel like... This is so much foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm reaching. I feel yeah. maybe I'm reaching. I don't know, but I see some similarities. I just think it's great that Abias Claudius has been set up in Dionysius's account as somebody who like offers compassion, offers a, a gesture of compassion, being like, I understand how the plebeians feel. Yeah. And he's like, but what we really need to do is look after them by not letting them have any of that. Yeah. <laughs> But work it for us while rich people lease it from the state. Yeah. Um, because they're the only people who will be able to lease and, such and large tracts of public land. I would just imagine they would therefore become richer. Hence uh, leading to the massive gap I alluded to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. So it opens up the way for serfdom. Yeah. Um, slave labor. Um, good times ahead. Yeah. Well, this you is... can see how the plebeians would be pro for this sort of thing. Exactly. Like, by the time the second century rolls around, part of the problem is that they don't even have like the miserable patch of land that they can, you know lease from the really rich people who are leasing the large tracts of land like it anyway sorry we'll get we'll come to that it's gonna be carried away <laughs> good times ahead indeed so i mean these are appius claudius's proposals and right. it's like all right you know that's that's all i'm saying at we least should, i feel like i know him again <laughs> we should have a group of 10 people and do some bureaucracy on this and then redistribute in our favor <laughs> uh, so after he sits down yeah everyone's like would anybody else like to talk um Aulius Sempronius Atrenius mm, uh, says, okay, this is the new guy. Second, second speaker, I would like to uh, offer some words. Um, now, actually, he, he seems new, but he's not new. He's actually been around for quite some time. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I dare say that we've probably talked about him and then forgotten. Uh, that's what I suspect. Is it because he's a forgettable character? No. <laughs> Maybe. Be honest. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is from the patrician branch of the Sempronia. Yeah, games. the family I've heard of. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he was consul in 497. So we, yeah, must, okay. so we must have talked about <laughs> it. And he was consul again in 491. Wow. Okay. Bad, I know. Bad me. Bad me. <laughs> yeah. I went and looked him up again because I was like, look, I, I suspect I know this guy, but yeah. I can't remember him. Um, but he was involved in the foundation of the Saturnalia in huh. 497. 
So he does have some claims to fame. Definitely must have talked about him. And even better, and perhaps even more relevant, he was involved in the grain importation from Sicily in 491. Ah, Contra Sicily! Hashtag! (laughs) Make it happen. (laughs) And I was like, man, the corn from Sicily that reappears. So when I talk about it reappearing, this is like, you know, this is the continuity. So yeah, this, yeah. This guy is intimately familiar with the uh, crisis. Wow, I just can't believe how like invisible <laughs> he is. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah. He was also a prefect at the Battle of Lake Regulus. What? Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Something about this guy is just like Mister Invisible. Yeah, and he was also in the wars against the Volsci and the Hanushai in 487. So he's got a Hanushian record as well. Look, Dr. G, I've tried as long as possible <laughs> to hold off from singing you a song, but but. Mr. Cellophane, Mr. <laughs> Cellophane, shoulda been my name. <laughs> you know, always playing second fiddle to yeah. Appius Claudius, so you can see how it would happen. You can walk straight through him, walk right by him, and never know he's there. <laughs> and he's like, look, I stand up and I've got something to say, and everybody's like, who what now? Yeah. <laughs> have you, have you, you been here before? Do. Yeah, do you have any clothes? Are you <laughs> sure? I haven't seen you around in here lately. Yeah. Um, and he... he his first motion of business uh-huh. is to praise Appius as being very capable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Being able to grasp the challenges of situations well in advance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, always offering excellent and useful opinions. Nice. Yeah. Somebody who's firm and unshaken mm. in his judgments. That he is, that he is. Neither yields to fear nor is swayed by favour. I will pay I, that. <laughs> I feel like on some level these might be backhanded compliments. Yeah. <laughs> well, for a patrician, it's good stuff. It's just for us, it's, I think, backhanded. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm not actually going to make a different suggestion from Appius Claudius. Shocker, yeah. I'm just going to add some uh, different details. Okay. okay. <laughs> What's his pro- proposal? He's like, so we need to think about the situation with the Venetians and the Latins. Mm-hmm. They've been granted equal rights of citizenship. Yeah. And... He's like, all right, I also believe they shouldn't be getting a share of the allotment of our lands Mm. for those lands which we acquired before they became citizens. Ah, He's like, "Ah, have you considered that we can can break up the public land into two categories? I like where he's going with this. (laughs) He's like, so, but maybe they should be included in allotments in the future when they're, you know, as citizens... Together we go out and yeah, conquer things. Yeah, that does seem fair. Okay, I can, I can see that. I can see that working. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, you know, how about a balanced approach, guys? Yeah. Uh, Compromise <laughs> is the key to any successful relationship. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, so I think definitely we should make this appointment yeah. of the Desenvirs, um to look into the limits of public land. Mm. Definitely. So the Desenvir thing that's happening. Well, yeah, so that's that's the, that becomes the recommendation of the Senate. Nice. And they're like, yeah, we need this bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need a special board. We need to buy ourselves some time yeah. to figure out how we can keep the land. Um, and he's like, I, I don't want to sort of, you know, have this sort of distinction between types of citizens. And he's like, but I think in this case it's probably necessary. <laughs> Let's label. <laughs> you know. And then he gets into some, like, you know, philosophical questions about the nature of governance. <laughs> uh, Dionysius, flexing your rhetorical muscles. Mm, mm, indeed. And I quote, mm. What advantage shall we gain by pursuing our noble and excellent principles of government, principles worthy of our supremacy, if we cannot persuade those who are to make use of them? Mm, mm. How deep. And it's like, because, you know, if the people aren't on board, it's going to be 
it's going to be difficult. I kind of feel like this is a problem that patricians have been dealing with, like, a lot. <laughs> what if the people are on board? What if they don't like our suggestions? <laughs> and then you have Appius Chloe's being like, I don't get what they think. Yeah. God damn it, guys. Get your shit together. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Yeah. That's why we're in charge. Yeah. So he's like, maybe we should appoint these commissioners. Fair enough. Um, and he's like, I don't really mind how whatever number you want. Ten yeah. seems good, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a nice round number. Yeah. Suspiciously <laughs> round, one might say. <laughs> yes. And they need some power. They've got to determine which and how great a part of the land should be held in common. Yeah. So it might be a judgment call where some land used to be considered public is now occupied by somebody, and they decided it's... It's been occupied long enough that it should no longer be considered. Squashes, right? Yes. Get out of town. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And then after that, we should distribute it amongst the citizens. Um, And perhaps we should favour those who don't have any land yet. That's sweet. That's fair. I like that. I like that suggestion. Um, But this is all part of, like, you you know, I've got some ideas, guys. Or in whatever other manner you think is okay. (laughs) <laughs> so he sort of sneaks in a bit of a like maybe we should have a guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that's my suggestion, but you know, feel free to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being my two cents in case I have to. Yeah. I haven't spoken in a while. People might forget my name. I'm I'm just saying we could be nice. Yeah. Um but do whatever guys. Um and it's like but you know, realistically Do you think it's because he's getting like death stairs, which is all around him right now? They're all like because... and he's like, Maybe this maybe this is wrong. Maybe this is not what people say. Maybe I should go into the popular crowd. Yeah. I think part of the issue is that like it's gonna be Appius Claudius staring daggers at him, being True. like he's like, So, you know, we could be nice or or you know, or not. You know, to... I used to stop staring at me. <laughs> We're like, guys, is it hot in here? This toga. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's made of wool, but woo! <laughs> Man, it's itchy. Yeah. Um, and so he also goes on to say just some practical stuff where he's like, well, you know, it's nearly the end of this consulship year. So regardless of what we decide, it's not going to be these consuls that have to implement it. It's going to be the next consuls. And boy, oh boy, oh there's going to be some fallout from these consoles. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I think I'm done now, guys. I'm going to sit down. Everyone's like, you do that. Good job. <laughs> Except for Abby's clothes. He's like, I will kill you later. <laughs> I, I don't even know why you we're friends. You disgrace yourself. Yeah. Uh, How have you been console multiple times? <laughs> like, dude. Um, of course, I was right. Why did you sully it? Yeah. Um, and then, like, the Senate is like, does anybody else want to speak? And everyone else is like, else no no i think we're done i think we're done um and so i'm dying to know who gets their way (laughs) so the senate draws up a decree Mm -hmm. that the 10 oldest ex-consuls should be appointed to determine the boundaries of the public land Mm. Mm, and to declare how much of it ought to be let to other citizens yeah and how much divided among the people on a general basis. Mm. So they're looking at, like, they have taken on board this idea yeah. um, that has been proposed by a Trininus, which is like, well, maybe we should give some of it to the people who don't have any. And they're like, yeah, okay, let's do that. This is baby steps, Dr. G, but do I detect <laughs> some growth? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> They'll obviously keep the nicest tracks for themselves, I guess. Of course, of course, but still... Tony, unfarmable land might be coming their way. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. Um, so they put the decree to the populace. Yeah. Um, and they're like, this will 
hopefully prevent the demagoguery of Cassius. <laughs> Crazy uh, people, yeah. And the sedition that seems to be at hand. Totes, yeah. And and that seems to get passed. Mm. So, and that's kind of the end of that consulship year. Nice. Well, should we pause at the end of the consulship? Ooh. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. There's some pretty exciting stuff coming ahead. But before we leave you, dear listeners, we, of course, have to do our... Partial pick! Alright, so, Dr. G, what is our first category? Our first category is military clout. Huh. For a... And it's out of ten eagles. Each category is out of ten. I can't believe I'm about to For a total of 50 eagles. I'm going to give him zero. I'm not sensing it. Or maybe one. For For the the gangs? For the gangs, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) New York. (laughs) New York. One for military. I agree. Clout. I agree. One out of ten because surprisingly, we've actually there's done... been no war. Yeah, I know, which is so unusual. I <laughs> what? I feel really out of sorts, and I think that's why. <laughs> I found it a pleasant surprise. Yeah, no, it's good. It's weird. Okay, diplomacy. Now this might be Ooh. uncharacteristically higher than usual. Hmm. There is some negotiating going on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I don't rate Appius Claudius very highly, but no, no. Know. But as far as the Romans go, they're talking about. They're it. talking about <laughs> the Senate's having a debate, and they've come up with what seem to be, on the surface, some reasonable ideas. I feel like I have to give them five. <laughs> <laughs> so generous, half marks, guys. Yeah, nice work. Yeah. All right, what about expansion? Well, I think that has to be a zero because yeah, there's really nothing just, going on. Just a flat out I, zero I don't think there. we don't count the allies, do we? No. Look, it's not really an expansion. No. They've already they've already joined true, before true. the start of yeah. this episode. Yeah. Alright. What about Wirtus? Now this could be a slightly Ooh. more difficult category. Has anybody displayed true manliness? Hmm. Well I feel like on some level, Appius Claudius holding the ground as he always does is always a good sign of his Wirtus, even if you don't agree with anything that he says. No, but it is it is uh, <laughs> it is what the Romans look for in Wirtus, isn't it? Yeah, so he yeah. did get some praise for standing his ground. Yeah. And being yeah. completely inflexible as usual. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Maybe <laughs> I don't know, like a three. A three. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna get higher than you're gonna get five. You're gonna get five. Yeah, look I I feel like I hmm. I might even push it into like six or seven. What? Whoa, on, okay. on account of the <laughs> fact that then you have you have the second speaker, you have Atrenius get in there, yeah, and, and actually say some stuff which seems pretty reasonable. All right, all right. I, I tell you what, I I'm willing to go as high as five. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I'm gonna bump that up to a sweet, sweet six. <laughs> Because she holds the pen. <laughs> yeah, but I can't add up, so yeah, you'll be yeah, in charge of, yeah. like, you know, can minus one I'd never notice at the end. Uh, <laughs> All right, and, and finally... lastly, yeah. citizen score. Yeah, now I feel like the gang situation might be interesting and scandalous, but actually <laughs> not that great. Is it a good time to be a citizen in Rome? It feels like everything's on a knife edge. Yeah, tension. Will you get some land? land Will not, you not? Yeah, it's it's all going on. Yeah, I, Did I your th- refund for the green turn up? <laughs> <laughs> or is it still waiting to clear? Um, I kind of feel like it also would be Togo average. Lawyers is here to help you. Yeah, I still, yeah, <laughs> I still think it's going to be average. Mm. Yeah, the tension I think, can't be pleasant. I, I feel like, yeah, the knife edge means that five is really... Really all you can do. Yeah, so out of 50 golden eagles, <laughs> Rome has managed to scrape in with a grand total. <laughs> oh, it's a pretty 17. abysmal. 17. <laughs> wow. 17 That's... eagles out of a potential 50 eagles. But you know what the good news is? I feel like the next episode <laughs> is going to be quite, well, it's gonna, we're going to be in for a treat, I think. 
The room is going to be up for lots of stuff. Oh, just you wait. Yeah. So join us next time, dear <laughs> listeners. Find out what's going to happen to Cassius once that consulship is Ooh. no longer protecting him. And that is, yeah, that is a done and dusted on 486. <laughs> circa BC. See for 485. <laughs>